0: the hot crowd. <laughs> Welcome everybody. <laughs> Welcome to life in the Dutch Hall. I am your host, Pete Van Dyke. Hot crowd here yes, in the Dutch are. Hall. I'll tell you something. Uh, it's a, it's one of these strange weeks uh, in the Dutch Hall where we get the Rooster Dave charters in studio. It's once only every three weeks now, but Whoa. it seems like it's been a lot longer because the last show you're on was a it was a tremendous flop. <laughs> and we have Dave in the house, so we I get excited when Dave's here because I know. That we can we have a chance to get the whole gang together. You know, I created a cast here, a team like like you might say like the Beatles, the four, the Fab Four, which was the Nocturnal Emissions, you know, my good buddy Dave Charters and my my good buddy Mike Bow, both of them forming the super group. Not since the super group Asia has a group come <laughs> together with so much prowess on the music scene <laughs> as the Nocturnal em- Emissions. Simple
1: math. <laughs>
0: and then and then I have my bartender Paul Van Dyke. Yeah. Well, we'll notice today that there is a there is no Paul Van Dyke. I look around the room, he's and my bartender is nowhere to be found. So I put out a, a call, a beacon, if you will, to the Live from the Dutch Hall listening audience, and I said, anybody who wants to come in and try to fill the shoes of my bartender, Paul Van Dyke... Please come in and do so. And I had three gentlemen. There was supposed to be four, but one guy no show. So fuck him. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we have three. Suck it long and suck <laughs> it hard. We have three people <laughs> that nice showed up,
0: and uh, they're here bidding for the job of bartender of life from the Dutch oh. Hall as a backup to the great Paul Van Dyke. Now I call him the great Paul Van Dyke loosely, loosely at best <laughs> mm. because. There's only a few things I really ask of a bartender. You know, it's, I'm not asking for much. What I would want. You,
1: what would you ask, Pete?
0: Well, one th- one thing you'd like to ask of a bartender is maybe once in a while you serve me a fucking drink. <laughs> <okay>? <laughs> maybe once in a while, when you see that my beer is low, you maybe say, "Would you get me another beer without asking?" Make and a I've had
1: visual and
0: yeah, dive in. That's right. That's what you do. You see that I need it, and yeah. you your your job your your title is bartender. The thing should be self-explanatory. You should get. The host a drink and make sure he's good and liquored up by the end of the show. Absolutely. Right? You want me to say something stupid? You get me more to drink. You know, then I'll sit more chance. I'm going to say something stupid, and that's what makes for good
3: podcasting, right? Yeah, absolutely, and good bartending.
0: Right. The second thing I'd ask you to do is talk in the fucking microphone. Put it in <laughs> front of your face and talk into the center of the microphone. <laughs> if you're talking on the side of it or you're talking like from across the room into it, you're not going to. They're not going to hear you. And what's going to happen is. Uh, audience members are going to write in and they're going to say, get your uh, bartender a better microphone. I don't need to get you a better microphone. I need to teach you to talk into the fucking microphone. That's (laughs) what I need to do. So that's number two. Number three is that when you do a campaign to your listeners to get a new microphone, don't call them a bunch of cheap cunts. (laughs) (laughs) It's not so much to ask. That's another thing you got to do as my bartender. And the fourth thing you got to do is you got to say the things that I don't want to say. You know, I'm I'm trying to be a, a responsible broadcaster as host of Live from the Dutch Hall. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to, you know, keep it somewhat clean, but then, what the job of the bartender is, is that when there's an opportunity to say something filthy and disgusting, Jump that's in. your cue jump you know you in. jump in you pipe in with the dirty horrible things that the host doesn't want to say because people still want to listen they could say like oh, fucker right in the pussy there you go there's somebody that should maybe be trying out for this <laughs> job <laughs> you guys have to be able to do that kind of stuff on cue five points to mike you Thank might you. be a new bartender that's a lot Thank to remember MS.
3: that's a lot to remember and i didn't see anybody taking notes <coughs> over there so
0: no so what i'm going to ask you three uh sons of bitches to do is really step up and see if you can be the bartender that Paul never never has been.
4: How's your beer there, Pete? You know what?
0: I think while these boys play the theme theme song, I could use a little refresher there, Barney. Five points. <laughs> Five <laughs> points before we start. <laughs> Let's right. get the uh, show on the road. <laughs> Thanks, Barney. everyone. All right. Welcome, welcome, everyone, to the nice hot crowd here at Live from the Dutch Hall. I've already introduced my, my house band, the Nocturnal Emissions. So it's time to introduce the three contestants for the great bartender off here at Live from the Dutch Hall. Our first contestant is well known to the show. He has been uh, a great stalwart guest and, and a real good backup to our regular bartender, Paul Van Dyke. He is Paul's old, longtime friend. Who knows how to be better than Paul? Than a man that might know him better than anyone else in the world? He is our good friend, Barney Jamie Barham's in the house.
4: Hey. Hey. Right. Barney. For the
0: so, Barney, I know this has always been a dream of yours to fill in into <laughs> the role and these big shoes that Paul's filled. Do you feel that you're up to the challenge today?
4: I, I do. I think I uh, I bring a lot to the table. I can. Uh, I can keep things locked down over here as bartender. I'm pretty sure.
0: Oh uh, well, you're already leading in the points standings <laughs> with uh, getting me my first drink. That's five points. So Barney, you're currently in the lead. So con- uh, best of luck to you in this competition. <laughs> to Barney's uh, immediate uh, right, we have uh, another guy that's not that is no stranger to these parts. Live from the no. Dutch Hall, he has been on the side of Paul on many a show. Usually
5: is, an assistant.
0: Usually an assistant. So yeah. he's he's studied beside the master. If you call a person that's three does three of the four things I need him to do. No, he does one of the four <laughs> things I need him to do.
5: Usually, I'm doing <laughs> the other three. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's it's our it's my good buddy, the Beef, Derek Van Hooten's in the house. That's here for him. And our final contestant for today's show, Beef. You think you're up for it? I should I should be, should be fair. Give well, you all I'm not going to lie.
5: Coming into this tonight, I didn't realize there was a competition going on. So I got I got to step up in a hurry here. Well, that's
0: part of what you part about being on the show is being able to think quick on your feet. I don't like to let you guys prepare. I like to shock (laughs) you, make you seem like you're a bunch of idiots, so that I can make fun of those that. That's true. uh, And then surprisingly, you all come back. Sometimes it takes longer for someone to come back. Like the next contestant for the (laughs) Great Bartender (laughs) Off, he has been uh, he's been under a great hiatus, but he's one of the great superstars of such episodes as the Jagerbomb Olympics. This is my favorite one you did, Craig. Classic. And Tinder Church and Hockey, oh. he is my good friend and cousin, the lineman Craig Franklin's in the right. house. Let's hear it for him!
2: Right.
0: Oh, should I? Oh, uh, I, I shouldn't. I, well, I say he's lineman, meaning that you like have a big, huge, like lawn
6: Football uh, referee,
0: referee, for, uh, fire hose. You <laughs> wanna? Do you wanna, no do you wanna hose, go yeah. by an alias already? Nope. Oh, no, it's no, no. It's too late now. It's we'll late cut now. it out. It's live from the Dutch yeah. Hall. We don't. We don't too edit late. this Can't bullshit. It yeah. goes on like whatever it's we real. like it or not. Yeah. I
6: just uh, got some big shoes to fill tonight, Peter. You do, I, you I do. I think that I can perform. I came in here with the game plan. It's going to be shock and awe, people. Shock and
1: awe. Well, we're ready. Confidence. I like your
0: I like your confidence, and I, I think like that it. confidence could carry you far in this in these events. And you are also related to the bartender Paul Van Dyke, so you do know him at a blood level. <laughs> yeah. Which blood I really. Level. <laughs> we're tight. Yeah, I really we do. we lo- our way
6: around a bottle, Peter.
0: Yes. I see you're the Brabant. Mm -hmm. So, this brings us to our first event in the Great Bartender Off. We will decide the winner of tonight's event by a point system that is so elaborate and confusing that no one at home will understand. (laughs) But I have developed it over a long day of sitting there staring at uh, blankness. (laughs) And I invented this scoring system. And what's going to happen is the the very first event, you guys actually got ahead of yourself. What I tried was I tried to create this whole thing like the show Chopped. You know the show Chopped, where you go in, there's a basket of food, you make a dish. So I had a nice bar set up. And I used a, a clever scheme to hide the booze. It was taking my buddy Dave Charter's big, fat coat <laughs> and sticking it over the booze,
5: A right? nice lumberjacket.
2: jacket. Yeah. Who but see, you
5: flustered us, right? yeah. You messed us up right off the get-go, right? we seen something was off, and we got it back to normal, right? <laughs> we, there's a there's You were very something. upset
0: that you couldn't see the bottles. Yeah. It didn't last long. You came in, you removed the thing.
5: Something was wrong, and we fixed it.
0: And one That's thing that, again, thing, you know? uh, Jamie Barham, right off the hop, showed great initiative and Barney went out and uh, already poured the initial shot yes. for well, the... That
3: Barney's creation.
0: Right. But he, what he did was he got ahead of himself a little bit. So Barney, I'm going to give you one chance to get out of this before I drink your shot. I'm going to explain the competition surrounding the shot. Now, the way it works is you're given the bar, which is essentially the basket of ingredients, which you can make the shot as part of your duties as bartender live from the Dutch Hall. Each one of you has to come up with a drink at some point in the evening. I see most of you have done this already. The one thing you didn't know when you made this drink is there are three ingredients on that table that are considered landmine ingredients. If you use these liquors, if I taste them at all in your drink, I will spit it into the stainless steel bowl and scorn you, and you get zero points zero points because you obviously don't know what shots I like. I don't want there's three things I wouldn't drink in a shot if you paid me money to do it. And so if you fucked up, you're out. Right? I'm saying it right now. No good. So Barney <laughs> you <laughs> Hey
5: Pete, so more or less if you can't stand up to the shot, we're fucked.
0: No no no. It's not if I can't stand up to it. If it's as if I think that the taste of it, like the, the <laughs> ingre if I taste these three ingredients in the shot, Zero I points. will say this is not a shot made for me. Not made for Pete Van Dyke. It's not of my up to my quality. If you wanna knock the shit out of me with a really strong shot, I'll tell you what, it's not it's not what this is about. So you give me something that I think is just not reflective of me as a person then i'm gonna then I'm gonna think that I'm gonna feel insulted I'm gonna spit in the bowl, and i'm gonna i'm gonna and you get zero points. The remainder of the points are gonna be split uh amongst you there's a hundred points to divvy out for this event and uh the hundred has whatever tallies go to you is gonna add up to a hundred right five point bonuses for anyone that does something. Worthy of an exemplary <laughs> bartender that goes over and above.
5: Elaborate. So, offering a whiskey in the beginning that meant, meant nothing, right?
0: No. Oh shit. A- and I had and I had the brown liquor. I'm not ready for the brown liquor today, but the, <laughs> the <laughs> but the uh, but I'll tell you the games will begin, and I have other events we can do through the through the evening. All of them scored on that hundred base series. Also, if you get in any of Paul's catchphrases throughout the episode, at the appropriate we'll times. You can't just shout them willy-nilly. Paul uses them at the exact timing, which is why he's a huge star in this show, is because he knows exactly the right time to say those filthy things. So if you guys can get it right, also another bonus point's in it for you. And however many I, ch- I decide to give you, depending on how good your timing is. Right? So that's it. That's the games. Are you, do you, prepare, are you prepared to pre- compete, uh, given these rules?
5: Yes. But one instruction, you haven't given us your... your uh your ingredients that you're not all about.
0: That's why they're landmines. Land it's
5: a secret. Oh, you're, it's just, a you're just gonna just, we'll just wait for oh. you to spit. If
0: I taste it in the in the shot, then it's out. So you, you didn't know that going in. Are you comfortable with your shot?
4: Uh, yes, I'm very comfortable with my
0: shot. All right, this is the first shot of the evening. Uh, oh. Do you have a theme song you could play for? Uh, uh, barn?
3: So I am gonna we're gonna play a theme song, but we're just gonna play part of the theme song because mm-hmm. until you win this competition, you don't deserve the whole theme song. Oh, uh, that's agreed. That's agreed. Statement, Charters. Agreed? Yep. So this is Barney Shot? Yeah, Barney Shot. All right. Here we go, Barney. Oh, what could be better than something from Barney? <laughs> all uh, right. We'll so Barney, out. what do you have here as your shot?
4: It's uh, calls, called Polly's Demise. Oh Polly's
0: Demise. Oh, excellent
3: right. name. Strong excellent title. name. So don't
0: tell us the ingredients until after we drink it. Anyone that wants to join me in a drink, I give a big salute. It is a giant drink. It's Cheers. probably two, it uh, two and a half thick. shots. It reminds it me of
3: something between, not between my legs.
0: <laughs> uh I do like it. I like it all the way through. Moonshine cherry.
2: Moonshine cherry, the regular.
0: Very traditional to have the moonshine cherry. Oh.
2: Oh.
1: It's pretty good. Oh.
0: No, Barney. Mm. Oh, I see it as far as the uh, <laughs> landmine game goes? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Anyone know the Heinlein? It's okay. Man
2: down. I've done it the first few times. Don't so worry about it. Man down. Oh, we got
0: one down with the moonshine so cherry. After
2: you have 100 of them, you get used to it.
0: <laughs> if you killed one of your competitors, it was also bonus points. <laughs> right. I didn't know if you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> if you made
2: it like was win Barney's win. plan. Yes.
0: Anybody want to pat him on his back? <laughs> I did. I the Heinlein. I'm good. It's like a hot dog. Holy sense. mackerel. So, Barney, Ooh. what was in that thing?
4: I had some... Uh, some of the uh, Tito's uh, Handmade Vodka. Oh, excellent. Tito. I had uh, oh, Tito. the Moonshine Cherry, just for, because uh, that's a poly staple, right? Right, right, No right. question. And then uh, had a little bit of that Orange Ella, whatever that shit oh, is. Orange Ella?
0: Yeah. <laughs> orange-ella? yeah.
4: yeah. Orange-ella, and, then, uh, <laughs> and then a dab of Grenadine on top for color. I'll tell wow. you,
0: you must have been worried about that orangeella as being a, 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 a one of the ingredients.
4: Actually, right? I was. That was the one that I was worried about.
0: <laughs> but you're safe and sound. I could tell Whoa, by drinking it. There's an clear. O- safe and sound. That was a good drink, Barney. And I give you a round of applause for that. There you go. Well, well done, done Barney. Barney. So let's get on with the show. We'll get to your uh, your uh, shots at different segments in the show just to spread it out so I don't get uh, all drunk off the hop or right. do we want to get drunk right off the hop? Fucking <laughs>
3: pussy? It's your show.
2: Oh. It's my show. Oh, there's, there's a staple. I, I heard a, a fucking ball. pussy. You boys got to share that <laughs> mic over there. Okay, <laughs> five
3: points for Craig. For yeah, I got it. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm I giving I to it rent rent to surprised. I'm surprised he could talk with that cherry stuck in his windpipe. Now Somehow I got pussy out
1: there though.
0: Technically, you didn't say it into the microphone so I should dock you the five <laughs> for not so- talking oh. in the microphone. You're even stupid. Because that was one
4: of the uh, staple rules, of was, the bartender wasn't yeah. it?
0: Craig just lost his points. Yeah. Barney's still up by five. <laughs> we, uh, yes, our, I would say something about our listeners at this point in time, but uh, that is not for me to say. Yeah. That would be a cue for the bartender to say. <laughs> you just failed. All three of you just failed. Boo. What? David, anything what they should have said? Huh.
6: All those cunts. <laughs> hey, Greg, Greg gets his five back himself. into the
0: microphone. You see how this is working out fine. <laughs> that should
4: only be worth this one gonna point. This is going to be a though, fun night. To uh, I really yeah, like yeah. This. Way,
0: yeah. way off. I like pretty pretty the much, fact that tonight yeah. we're really having a good time. Well, you, you, you pretty, pretty much to told loose... him what he
2: had to do right there. Like it can't be
0: point. It's a learning. Who call. told? Who told him? Nobody. No, but that was instinct.
2: Don't get angry, <laughs> Beep. Don't get angry. Do you think early in the night?
0: I can tell you. I gotta tell you, be- this
5: is getting intense.
0: You started out as my favorite. I did have a little warm spot in, in my heart. Shit. I was trying to be objective, but right now I'm questioning it because you're being too competitive. What you have to do is <laughs> let your inner self shine. You let yourself shine, Beaver, right through the whole thing, and then you're gonna be great. You don't okay. worry about what Craig's doing. Uh, don't worry about what Craig's I'm doing. I'm taking it
1: in. Oh, I'm, take, I'm listening.
0: <laughs> 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 well, it's a great, it's a great week here at uh, live from Dutch Hall. Uh, we've had a, a great week, and we've uh, prepared this show, and we're really excited to have all these people in here because, uh, uh, number one, we do not see Dave Charters enough into the, into the, at the show. And I'm wondering, Dave, uh, it has recently come to light that uh, by me listening to this the first episode of Life from, from the Barbie Mansion, which is our spinoff uh, podcast from eastern Tennessee... And great
3: girls, great girls.
0: And I listened to the first episode. They sent me it before it even went up on iTunes or whatever. And uh, they sent me the episode. I listened to it. It turns out they said they, get, they credit you, Dave Charters, as the man that writes the music for that show. They used that exact terminology. Dave Charters, the man that writes the music for the show,
3: right? That is, that is what they used. I listened to the episode too.
0: They also went on to say that over the last weeks when you were not at Live from the Dutch Hall... That you were writing theme
3: songs for life from the Barbie Mansion is that true? That is that is also true. I'm gonna come clean. The, the girls approached me and uh, they needed some music, and I, I offered my services. and I was working hard for them because I thought they were really onto something. <laughs> and then I heard this first episode, and, and then what? I'll tell you what. What? I I felt I felt pride in uh, you know, being the man that wrote the music for the show, and then I listened to the f- to the first like 30 seconds of the show, and there was a song, there was a jingle, but yeah. guess what? I didn't write it. Uh, I don't know, it sounds like your song. I-, I don't know who wrote it, but it wasn't The me.
0: opening song, the, the opening, opening song. song, that's what I was getting at. The opening yeah, song, the you wrote opening that song. opening song is what I was asking. I,
3: I wrote an opening song. And I sent it to them, but the the one I heard didn't sound like the one I sent them. The was, is the closing song sounded like yeah. it? Yes. So, so what? I, it, you I feel uh, a little bit hurt now that to I ahead. think it
0: was your song. I heard your song in it. I really did. Did you? Yeah. I think what they did was they took it and they made it into like a morning radio, like like really in, into something like something elevator else, musicy, like, like, like
3: be on the view or like. A, yeah,
0: they really chicked it up. They really uh, like, and you gave it a nice, summery feel, like it was nice. I don't know why they had to change it, eh? Yeah. But I'm telling you, if they're going to put your name as the man that writes music for the show and they put a shitty song at the beginning of their show.
2: <laughs> yeah, like elevator music.
0: Right? I'm just saying. Like, now, to give them credit, they did play both the other jingles I
3: wrote for them. So Yeah, that was they, good. They both sounded great. I, I did they sounded great. They sounded
0: great. I'm just saying that Never first did. one, they really messed with it. They really screwed it up. I'm just really telling you right I now. I, tampon it shoved a tampon right it in there. It, wasn't,
3: <laughs> 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 they really it ch- wasn't
0: the song I wrote. They really chicked up that, <laughs> that sure. theme song. Yeah, I was saying. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. So I, I'm glad to see that you didn't. You're not taking credit for that opening song.
3: No, I, I, and I won't. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> How about why you uh, uh, um, don't show the same dedication this program? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the other question would be. I listen. To I a, got a, I got a fucking bar. Fuck t- rooster. <laughs> I got a bar. Oh,
2: <laughs> oh. nice Beaver. Oh, is Beaver that that is nice.
0: five. It's tied up around That's the board. Nice. Very good points. You, you B. can
2: use fuck. The rooster or rooster sucks balls is also a good one.
0: Oh, <laughs> you know what Mike is is a real helper. He brings people up to speed if you he, don't. Know, he
2: contributes. If you on don't on know the, the
0: catchphrases of our bartender Paul Van Dyke, you will by the end of this program. <laughs>
2: well done, beef. Very <laughs> well good, done.
0: beef. Very good. It is, but the actual catchphrase is yeah. rooster sucks, sucks balls. balls. <laughs> rooster sucks mm-hmm. balls. So I give it to you, but next time I want the proper catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: Give <laughs> <me> this time.
0: <laughs> you know we gotta, we got to build that that repetitive thing so all the all the like sheep or whatever just get used to it. And then when we say it at a live show and we say, Rooster sucks balls, they all go crazy. crazy. Just like, it. get her done. We'll be, be the are get her done. Are you looking for
5: an exact replica of, of Paul Van Dyke or are you looking for our own twist on it?
0: You know, that's a great question. I'm glad you brought it up mm-hmm. because uh, I am looking for your own individuality to shine through. What I think about my brother's personality and what he brings to the show is mostly negative. Mostly negative. <laughs> Mostly it's horrible. But uh, every once in a while, he says something that just kick, this kills me. It's so funny. And I just, wanted, I just want to hang around till he says something that just makes me laugh. Because he says the funniest shit I've ever heard in the world. Like, he will put things in a way... My brother has a way to phrase things <laughs> that I that you know like I, I think the same thing but I would never think of saying it so horribly. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I just love it. It's like, or just like
4: direct, right at the person, that's right. without <laughs> like work, any remorse. At just all. Right? honest, <laughs> or even thought. Really he says like
0: the most honest thing right to your face, and sometimes it's just horrible. And he's bang on right, so you can't really is, argue. He doesn't
4: even he doesn't even wait around for your reaction. It's, it's like he, he says it, and he, <laughs> he, he doesn't want that reaction. Down. He yeah. doesn't want the reaction. No. He just wants you to hear what he's got to say, that and that's yeah. it. Like, that yeah. that's, <laughs> that's the end of the story. It's not a
0: conversation. It's not a debate. Yeah, he's not expecting
4: a response at yeah. all.
0: I know. That's why when I, when I came back with a response... It came back with a a thrown punch at my face. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, "What the fuck, (laughs) (laughs) dude? There's got to be something between that. Like, maybe we can meet in the middle before you start throwing punches."
4: Maybe a chest bump or something like that.
0: (laughs) You know what? This show's been a real eye opener for me. Mm -hmm. My bartender doesn't serve me drinks. He doesn't. uh, He's not nice to my listeners. He doesn't. uh, What's the other thing? He doesn't talk in the microphone. And he tries to punch me in the face from time to time. Yes, he does. He's the worst bartender in the world. <laughs> Why I let him come back every week is beyond me. You know what, Paul? You go to a football game this week, you know? Other week you went to a goddamn uh, comedy, a show. comedy show. What is this thing? What is this thing? You know, I was wondering. And, and uh, I'm really questioning your commitment, you motherfucker. Maybe you should just stay at home next week. We got one of these gentlemen to do it. I'm telling oh, you right now, Paul. All like, oh, the gauntlets down. Next week when Paul comes in, we well, got some, some planning to do.
2: Mm. I got a question, Pete. Uh, do they score points if uh, they get the band members' drinks as well? <laughs> man, I could use one.
0: You know yeah. what I'm going to say? Uh, I'm going to say I'm empowering my band. You guys are servants to my whole band. <laughs> hey, what I'm
5: waiting for? You want another? Go we'll get your or own you fucking drink. Oh, 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 oh,
0: oh, 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 another five, five points for five points for a there. catchphrase he's yeah. got a five that point that is what he would say totally yeah. now get him the fucking drink please <laughs> just <laughs> just please beer. just a beer dude please. beer okay anybody else want
3: those five fucking
1: points <laughs> 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 alright this
3: is getting fun so you I, know what else <laughs> I noticed I just noticed Barney brought today that the other guys didn't bring is a fabulous beard <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look at that beard yeah. but you know what he didn't bring is a beard net so keep an eye on your drinks yes. <laughs> i already yeah. drank it bernie yeah, yeah.
4: sorry i checked yours you're fine <laughs>
3: oh yeah i got a clean one
4: i got Charters, a clean one i don't know what you're saying <laughs> oh, you're fucked now
0: he stirred that one with his dick <laughs> i saw him doing it back there <laughs> right so you know what we should do because i'm just thinking that another no no not that not oh. that michael i'm just I think, i'm just <laughs> yeah.
2: rubbing my fingers <laughs>
0: Well, I think we should try before feedback. We got feedback. <laughs> is uh, one of these drinks from uh, another one of these bartenders? Oh, next who's next who's up? Who's
2: on? Who's on deck here? Be-
0: oh, the beaver is up. The beaver,
2: hailing from uh, just outside Blaney, Ontario. <laughs> oh, on Yule Road. You're pretty sick.
0: much the you're pretty much the mayor of Blaney. Is that oh. true, Beaver?
2: Wow. I'd go. I
5: I go for president, actually. Oh, president of you Blaine. or the Rockmon As my no, uh, I'm guys. the president of Yule Road.
0: <laughs> oh, that's saying a lot. That's saying a lot. Actually, well, my br- I'm the
5: only other uh, Yule Road is owned by one person other than me. So <laughs> <laughs> that is true.
0: My brother lives right next door to him.
5: Oh, oh. I'm saying ownership. You're like,
0: saying you're his president, and you own his. You own him like a bitch. Wow. Is what you're saying, and I like it. I like right the now. I am saying
5: it's eh? a real battle. I'm trying to take his job, right. <laughs>
0: Hey, Beaver, I'm looking at this drink and there's an ice cube in it.
5: There is. I want to get it chilled for you. What do do we call it? You know what I got to say
0: about this, Beaver? I didn't bring ice cubes today. I didn't even leave. This Dutch hall, that table had no ice cubes on it. It's technically you went into the pantry. Right. It's not going right from the basket. It's a
5: secret item. Secret item. I'm going to allow it. I'm going to allow it. I hope you can. (laughs) I hope you can. It's not going to be an easy shot, but I'm hoping to. the coldness helps.
2: The ice cube's
4: inviting. I, I, I saw I him throwing the ice cube in, and I thought he was cheating right off the bat. Do you <laughs> tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I don't have a problem. Word I wasn't privy to that. I know, it's, I know it's controversial. I,
4: I, didn't, I didn't know I had to bring my own ice cubes. But, uh,
0: <laughs> this guy's a real, a real pro. He comes in with a backpack. It's what are you dealing with, man? You're up against it. You get by with charm. He gets by with just work ethic and preparation. Fever <laughs> sucks him. balls. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> All right. What do you have, 15? So... Uh, Barney, or Beaver, do you have a name for this drink?
5: It's called, uh, I had a name for it now, I can't remember. It's called uh, Sweet Fuck All.
0: Sweet oh, Fuck All. Like sweet all right, everybody. What could be better than something from Beeve All right, Beave. Nice. All right, here's called Sweet Fuck All. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Jagermeister. <laughs> oh. <laughs> eh no no jagermeister in that oh what is it i created my own
5: Jager. <laughs> that's actually pretty good
0: that's actually pretty good what is it
5: what is it it's yeah. a little bit of everything actually it's uh
0: <coughs> well uh, oh there could be a landmine ingredient
5: there's some cracking in it okay good and uh there's some actual moonshine instead of the cherry <coughs> oh yes uh vodka yes guy vodka and monster and, oh, oh and a cube of sugar to give it an extra kick.
0: Oh, so it's very sugary. Wow. That's what I like. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that there was that much sugar in it. I could tell you, this is th- that second one. That, that, had a little that bit made of you blink a little, eh? Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. I was, was going to say Pete's eyes are fluttering yeah. like a little schoolgirl over there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you
0: know he likes it. It makes oh, yeah. my teeth
2: go pop, 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 pop.
0: Yeah, that one was pretty good. <laughs> Would that you like a... another? No, no, no. We're going to hang on to that. I think we're going to have to pace myself. <laughs> 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 All right, so...
5: We're setting the bar. Me and Barney are setting the bar. Set
0: well, the I compose myself after that beer. I'm just gonna enjoy that shot. I think it got me a little bit wanky in it. You put like, is that laced with something? Did you put like a hit of acid <laughs> in the top of it? Yeah, it was, I yeah, put yeah, some yeah.
5: dried tobacco in it.
0: It was good. How about we just uh, get? You know what we should do is reconnect with our audience and do a little segment we do every week called feedback. We got feedback.
2: We got feedback. Feedback.
0: Welcome to Feedback. We Got Feedback, everybody. This week's Feedback, We Got Feedback, is brought to you, as always, by our friends from Amazon. If you go from the, to the live from the Dutch Hall webpage and you uh, click on one of our Amazon banners and do any of your Amazon shopping, some of the money will come back and help the show, and it will, believe it or not, help us make it better. I did buy a microphone this week from the money that I raised from Amazon, and uh, it was... Er, and the... And the, ge- and the donations from our generous shareholders. Oh, very nice. And the people who donated on PayPal. All those people. I bought a microphone this week, and this is what I'm talking into, so I hope it sounds good for you. But uh, that's from the contrib- uh, contribution of our, f- of our listeners. So I wanted to give a big thank you to our listeners for everyone that contributed. Thank you, listeners.
2: See what you can do out there. See what you can do. See, got- calls in cheap cunts, eh?
0: Yes, there you go. Five points to Barney. Oh. He's, like, really walking away He's at 20.
2: He's on fire. He's on fire.
0: So, um, feedback, we got feedback this week. We had I was really interested in, in, um, in our listeners that we get from around the world this week. And I was just doing a quick, I was just, just curious. I said, I wonder what, in over the last 30 days, what countries have been listening to the show? And I just wanted to ask you guys, do, do, can you guess the top five? Like oh, no, like... Uh, like the mo-
3: most listeners, you mean? Like the top no, what
0: five? countries listen to the show the most? Right, like so,
3: with the most listeners in that country. Yeah.
0: Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. So number one is, of course, Canada. Canada's number yeah, one. I'm going to give you that one. Sense, yeah, the U.S. in there? U- U.S. US is, number is number two, okay? And then here, here's where it starts getting New a little Zealand? bit interesting.
3: No, New- I think the Germans are in the top five. Germans are number three. Germans like German. love Germans? Pete Van Dyke. Oh.
2: Germans love him.
3: Oh, Hitler. Come on. Your people love him. Oh, sure.
0: No, the Germans are number three, so I was like, nine, nine, there nine, we go. Nine, easy, nine, Hitler. Nine, <laughs> They listen to the show and they like it. You just have to get over that, man. It's not about you. Like, you have been dead for a long time and you killed a number of Jews and I'm not going to take it from you. People in Germany like it. Some of them don't just get over the fact that you made them a bunch of ridiculous genociders, you know? Some of those people rebel against it and listen to some guy from Canada talk about you guys being crazy-ass Germans. (laughs) So give them a break, right? Number is uh, that's number so three. You got three out of the way. You got oh. three out of the way. You, what do you Somebody think? Somebody said Netherlands at the bar. I agree with that one. Netherlands uh is number uh so one, two, three, four,
2: six. Ooh, Ooh. Just oh, just so outside oh, nice on high. the bar. Just a bit outside. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think you'll get the next two. They're really tricky. Austria? Or Australia? No, they are Europe. Oh, Australia is number seven. Actually, Ooh, so it didn't make it. They are European countries. The, the, the next two you're looking for are European countries.
4: Hungary.
0: Hungary. I've only had one uh, one, listener? one listener. So
4: they're like the bottomless. They're like hundred and fifty. They do not
0: care for me, yeah. even though I marry their women and I eat their food. That's but delicious. they still don't care for me.
3: Paprikash. How yeah. about
2: uh, Switzerland?
0: Switzerland? No, I had a nice listen from Switzerland this week. Yeah, from uh. Davos. Oh, Davos. Is that, yeah, is that from Switzerland? Yeah. Huh. Anyways, yeah, but no, they are not.
4: What about uh, the Belgium? As you guys talk about the, uh, enough, yes, right? the, the no, right. They
0: fall just behind Australia. They do not hit the top five. Ah. I'm going to give you a little bit of a break on this. I'm going to say the number, uh, what was Germany? Three. For number four is uh, uh, France. <laughs> <laughs> the French listen oh, to Pete Van Dyke And live from the Dutch <laughs> Hall I thought that was a real surprising statistic That the French listen to me Because I've never said anything really either way about the French I think maybe No one just
3: has <laughs> ever <laughs> no. In the history of the planet
0: uh, I kn- <laughs> Like no no They say things about them They say not nice things about them Like being cowardice and giving yeah, up yeah. and surrendering And stuff like that because of World War II And some people say the French are smelly And uh, they don't clean don't very hard The girls They're, have but,
1: a hairy armpit
0: Maybe a hairy armpit, maybe a little bit of a uh, uh, body odor, but you know what you do when you're in France? Is you make love and you smell the armpit and you just like en- enjoy mm. in the odor of your woman.
2: Mm. That's mm. the French, kind of like the musk of some sort. Yes, yeah,
0: so like the bur- like <laughs> the musk. Yes, like the Bourbon musk. It burns in you and you feel the desire from mm. the stench of musk. Oud it has twilight. an eye
2: of a tiger. <laughs>
0: You need a better connection. <laughs> Who is it that said? Goddamn
2: that? Pine Grove Internet. Jay
0: yeah, I know. Tomelli. I know Joe. I know Joe. It's because we live in Pine Grove, yeah. and the government doesn't care about us. We can't
3: all have Leamington Internet. <laughs> a lot of trees here.
0: <laughs> yeah, makes we're in Pine sense. Grove. We're in, the, we're in the we're in the the beautiful forest uh, subdivision of <laughs> Pine Grove. That's the name, Grove. right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's pines. It a lot of pines. Yeah, there is. So, anyways, uh, the next country that you guys are all leave, are all missing out. Airs are good. Friends, from wait, let me see if you can guess from the sound effect I got. Where is it? Uh, I've had a gobble gobble. That'd oh, be yeah. great. <laughs> but I don't. Where am I looking at? Uh. The Italians. Uh, the Italians. Ever
3: since you called them out on. right uh, on that. Ever since you called them out on killing. Je- did you call them out on killing Jesus?
0: Yes, I said the Italians killed Jesus, and They've it turns listened. out it was the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> Lying,
3: Lying, 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 <laughs> those sneaky
0: Germans snuck in and killed my Christ. Maybe it was lung.
5: Maybe you got, when you got Lungi on here, he, he might have pulled them in too. Yeah, yeah well, the Italians.
0: Well, we did have Marco Lungi, a, a stallion. He's very handsome. He, and he, uh,
2: he tricks you with his good looks. <laughs> he does.
0: And his soccer knowledge. He was a great guest. Great guest. So Isn't he half German too. He is half German. Wait, he is, is half German. Lying, what do you Lying, keep saying Lying, German? Lying, Lying, is that hidden? He's always
5: all about Italian.
0: Yeah, you know what? He must only love one of his parents. (laughs) 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 Let's just throw that out there. It's
2: simple. (laughs) He loves his dad and hates his mom. Let's call him up. Uh, (laughs) Why not? eh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: you must not have uh, fun. uh, your cheap Italian Leamington fans would donate a few bucks
1: to that cause. Yeah, you wish they
0: would. What, our internet? Yeah, tell him to tell him to get off his wallet and become a shareholder <laughs> live from the Dutch Hall. Yeah, Send some
2: high speed. Now. i got gonna yeah. mention
0: we are live on Periscope and our beautiful wife Jane. Uh,
4: fucking cheap cunts. <laughs> oh, oh, 25 he points. He's nailing it. The
3: guy is hot. Hot. Way hot. out in the lead. He seems like a one-trick pony to me. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm, I'm
5: saying. Thinking too.
4: Did you right? taste that fucking shot there? Rooster sucks <laughs> balls. <laughs> oh. oh
0: my goodness, it is pretty good. Actually. He's at 35 I'm points. I'm sipping it.
5: Yeah, because he hasn't finished the shot. It's so good. Wow.
0: So anyways, I wanted to say, on Periscope tonight is our, is our camera woman, the lovely Jane Van Dyke. And Jane, I got to tell you, this is your lucky day, woman. You are the listener of the week. Whoa. Oh Yo!
3: You're, you're the listener of the week. This is your week.
0: And the reason Jane Van Dyke is listener of the week is not only does she stand, she sacrifices her own uh, her own self and stands there on hard cement all night long, pointing my <laughs> cell phone at us for Periscope, but also she listens to my bits and tells me the ones that are good and the ones that are bad. And I just can't thank her enough. So I'm going to name Jane this week's listener of the week. Sorry to Ryan Van Bush <laughs>
2: <laughs> but not really. <laughs>
0: Yeah, second place again this week, Bushy. You're going to get it next week. Just keep working hard at it. She's a listener of the week. Oh,
3: yeah. That's right. This is her week. (laughs) That was poor. We play that one in and out, eh? We'll play it in and out? Listener of the week? Yeah, I like that one. In and out. That's what
2: Pete's trying to do, in and out. (laughs) Yeah, I like (laughs) it. It's
3: very nice. Speaking of listener of the week. So what we did,
0: um, when I did feedback this week, uh, uh, we had a lot of feedback from last week's show it was the wheel or it was the sorry, the jar of hate two. this means war. and we got a lot of good feedback. A lot of people saying Jar of hate one was a superior movie to must much like the Godfather. But unlike quit your job one, much like police academy. must like much like police academy. Yeah. But unlike uh quit your job one, which was a great su- success, you know?
3: Uh, still the still the most listened to. Still episode. the
0: most listened to episode ever of Live from the Dutch Hall. Really? The Quit Your Job episode. Yes, the highest rated ever episode. Quit Your Job two. One of the lowest rated episodes. A huge <laughs> flop. Like E T two. E T two is what. I mean. you can't do it again. E T just sitting around at home watching TV. It was a fucking wor- the worst episode <laughs> sequel in the history of uh, of broadcasting, and uh, <laughs> but unlike that, the Jar of Hate two. I tried another sequel. Jar of Hate Two, I think, would measure up as a close second to Jar of Hate One by the feedback I've been getting from listeners. So I'm going to consider it a success like Godfather Two, which is still a, a successful sequel. But uh, yeah, quit um, you your here? what? what Grease? What about <laughs>
2: Ghostbusters Two? <laughs>
0: Ghostbusters Two, I never saw.
4: Porky's Two. Oh. Porky's
0: Two is still quality, yeah. as well as Revenge of the Nerds Two. There you go. I, agree there. I do agree there. There you go. You can't go wrong with those. A Couple good twos. Yeah. That would be the that would be the big ones. The big the big sequels. Slapshot two, a huge disappointment. Bust. Yeah. Big bust. Very much like quit your job too. It was very very much a disappointment. Broke everyone's heart. Anyhow so, I asked for feedback, and I got some feedback about the Jar of Hate, and uh, one of it was from a good listener, very good contributor to the show, Sonia Rowan from California. She oh, yeah. she gave us another Sonia. piece of feedback. Ooh. Love you, Sonia. And she said, Ooh. maybe you want to put this into the Jar of Hate, and it was a sign, or it was like a meme, you know, an internet meme, Dave? You know what that is? A meme? A uh, meme?
3: Is that yeah. how you pronounce it? Meme.
0: Not meme-y? <laughs> no, meme No No, it's, it's, it's oh. not meme <laughs> <laughs> you are an old man that doesn't pay attention to what's going on in the world. The world is passing you by. It's a meme, Dave. Okay. It's been a meme forever. Since like uh, for 15 years. <laughs> for 15 years has been a meme.
3: What, is, what can you uh, Ask your kids what it is. They I'll will all know. I'll look it up.
0: It's, a, it's just a, It's yeah, look it up, meme. Uh, Anyways, uh, there's this meme she sent me and it says, go 24 hours without complaining, not even once, then watch how your life starts changing. That's the point. That was what she said. And she said maybe you want to put this in the jar of hate because she anticipated because she listens to the show and she se- she knows me as a friend. She's a dear friend of mine. So she listens to the show, she says, "Pete, you want to put that in the jar of hate because you are a negative motherfucker who's going to tear down everything positive or whatever it says. Stop complaining. You like to complain." Yeah. That's what she's saying. You like to complain. <clears throat> I've got this feedback my whole life and I I don't apologize for it one bit, Dave. <laughs> I don't <a> char- <laughs> apologize for it one bit, Michael. What Fair I do is I think that this is the thing. If you if you don't complain, if you decide in your life that you're going to take whatever you're living, whatever life you're living, and you're going to just stop complaining about it, you're going to sit there and accept what your life is and look for the positives in that piece of your life, right? Then what you've given up on is improving that situation if it's not ideal, oh. right? What you've done is Accepted the fact that that idea is subpar and just look for the best in it so you can tolerate it forever and ever. Amen. And that uh, isn't always the best recipe for making things better. Is all I'm saying.
3: Interesting theory.
0: If you don't, if you are not complain, if you don't complain about things, if you're not critical of things, how do oh, they ever improve? Thank you, Barney.
3: Let's have a break
2: here and see what just happened. <laughs> oh, for that a was- second. <laughs> What that was but was... Barney a, is leading by far. No. What hold happened? on. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. All I, I did I was... I got to agree with this. Uh, was the one that
4: noticed. I just oh, happened to do the delivery. Oh. So maybe and it's like uh, two player. and a half a piece or something the day, there. I know I don't, don't want to go too far ahead of these guys. Okay,
0: what I'm saying is... Hey, I'm that, stuck in the middle, all right? Yeah, I am ta- I agree with that, Beav. What, what happened right there is you, you asked a gentleman to help you out. And what he did it, because we were giving him all the credit, is he felt guilty about it. He, he shunned it aside and he said, you know what? I'm an honest man. I'm just gonna take half of this motherfucker's points. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it at all. <laughs>
2: Two and a half each. Hey, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. It's what just happened was teamwork, uh, Barney teamwork. walked up to Dave Charters and uh, gave him a nice full beer. And all I did was tip my
3: other beer back, and he noticed that you know he could right he could see that it was maybe a quarter left. It's a beautiful thing. A right. beautiful sight to, to see. Get see what
2: just happened right there? Yeah, Thanks, right. Beef.
3: Right in the middle of my point it was great. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs>
0: it was uh, it was great. <laughs> Periscope. Just oh, as I was uh, starting to kind here? of take the turn in the story until it actually made a, 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 a crescendo, yeah. a punchline. Oh, it was hilarious. <laughs> if you would have let me get to the end of it, you would have loved it. It was hilarious. <laughs> but you fucked it up, Bernie. Yeah. Who uh, gives a
3: fuck now, right? <laughs> 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 Nobody minus, was fucking minus caring. Five. Minus five. Minus five. <laughs> <laughs> Periscope wants to know what the score is.
2: He didn't realize the host is uh, uh, Barney, of Bernie's at
0: 30. <laughs> Beaver's at 10. Greger's <laughs> at five, right? Right? Holding it down. But what we haven't done his taste of Craigers thing, and we haven't had the big the big thing's gonna tip you over yeah. is if you nail the shot, Craig. It's like a bonus round, and there's also one other bonus round. Sports oh. break. Spoiler alert! It's coming up, and I don't know. I think this. I think you're gonna shine in it, Craig. Where well, let's just wait. So, anyways, what I was saying is, if you're negative, if you're negative, or if you if you don't complain, if you just settle into your little thing, right, then nothing improves. That's my point, right? You said interesting point.
3: Interesting theory. Yeah. Interesting
0: theory, which theory. means you don't
3: agree wholeheartedly, Dave. Well, I think there are, you know, some good things in life that you should be stopping to enjoy, you right. know, in the midst of your complaining. And maybe what Sonia's getting at is, why don't you take 24 hours, give yourself a little like uh, inventory check, you know?
4: Yeah. Pick, and fuck
3: her right in the pussy.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> minus five. Minus five. <laughs> All right, change my mind. Plus five. <laughs> 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 I changed my, I changed my mind. It was pretty good.
5: Don't forget that was an episode, right? D- not just a catchphrase. It was an episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, but Paul's really made it legendary, and uh, <laughs> yeah. it's the <a> timing. <laughs> it really is the timing. Yeah. it's a real That's tension true. breaker. Yeah. We were getting a little. We'll give it to him. We'll give it to him. We we're getting it a little. Kind of ser- serious there for a little. Yeah, while. But it was, yeah. You guys, were, uh, we were starting to get away from the yeah. the humor and getting more into the serious change your life type of stuff, which I'm really interested in though sometimes. <laughs> I get lost in the show. I can't believe he after writing the P me. Yeah, he after after writing the P. Speaking of which, speaking of which, can I get off topic? We'll drop that. It's your show. (laughs) Screw it,
4: babe. You guys aren't going to make it through this part of the show at all. No, this is
0: still feedback. We got feedback. We're in the middle of it. We haven't even done Haitian Dwarf feedback. But I was saying with what that thing was, there's no way, like what I like to do if I do something good, like let's say something good happens to me in my life. There's a small success. Let's say that something, I've had a lot of these small successes, you know, like we're. Someone, I meet someone on the street, they tell me they're a huge fan of the show. Or I hear a story about, uh, you know, someone that listens. A lot of times people tell my wife, you know, in the confidence of doctor patient confidentiality, something about my show, and she can't even tell me. She just tells me she talks about the show, and I'm like, what did she say? I well, can't tell you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you know, she talks to people, she talks to way more people who listen to the show than I do, and no one gives me feedback. I get like a handful of people that give me like good feedback, and then there's like, a lot of people listen that don't ever give me feedback. So what I'm asking, I'm pleading. I'm saying this as part of feedback, we got feedback. If you have never given me feedback and you enjoy the show, please, if nothing more, just send me a message at Pete, Or sorry, at, uh, live from the Dutch hall at gmail.com. Just send me a message and say um, that I like the show. If you don't want me to... Um, uh, acknowledge you if you don't want me to or that like, you hate the spoil show. your cover Either because way. it's going to ruin your job yeah if you hate the show too if you think i'm a real blowhard douchebag then tell me that you think i'm a real dope blowhard douchebag please do it at uh live from dutch hall gmail.com and i i will not share your email address or do anything crooked with it send you junk mail or anything like that i'm not going to identify you or do anything like that if you want to uh, set up a new gmail account just set one up call yourself like Her beaver stinks like the guy that listens to us (laughs) on... uh, Great Periscope viewer. On Periscope. Old cock and balls. Old cock and balls. Haitian dwarfs, moose knuckle. Just make up a name at gmail.com. And then you send me an email, and then I know what you think about the show. Because I really appreciate... I want to hear about these people in Italy and France and Germany and Australia. They're listening to my show. I got one of the greatest Mm. listeners ever that I got for the show. They're from Tasmania. I've called out to them in the past. I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, or what their story is, but they download every one of my episodes. I really appreciate it. I just wanted them to touch base with me and let me know who they are. I, I'm really interested to see what they think yeah, about the show. Let's hear
3: from Tasmania.
0: Maybe they hate it. Maybe They're crazy they crazy there. They hate me. I don't know. I think I'm really interested in going. To be honest with you, I really like to go there someday. Get four of your friends. Oh, we need five listeners. Get, yeah, yeah, five four listeners. Of your right, yeah, five listeners. That's right. Five listeners. Which brings me to the next part of Feedback We Got Feedback, which is the Life from Barbie Mansion. Do you know the theme song for that one?
3: Oh, well, I don't know that. <laughs> it's not really a theme I song. I guess I know the that? outro, mm-hmm. but not the intro. So we're going
0: to talk about Life from Barbie Mansion, which is, for those of you that don't listen don't listen week, on a week-to-week basis, we met these girls in Bristol, Tennessee. And we went down to uh, we, we they we made them aware of our podcast and they listened to the episode that was uh, regarding them because uh, they like to hear stories about themselves and uh, we uh, and personal uh, and what we did was uh, they they decided that they wanted to get the last word in like any good woman would and uh, they started their own they started their own podcast which is a spinoff of life life live from the dutch hall called life from barbie mansion and uh we met these young girls we met and we met these nice young ladies in uh, bristol tennessee michael yes we did and uh i gotta tell you i thought of them as being nothing but charming young ladies
2: beautiful women and uh, yeah. great attitudes
0: great conversationalists, good what looking for a good time no pretentiousness whatsoever no, we had a just great a, time just a real nice a nice people to meet and we met them and uh I gotta tell you, I listened to their first pro, their first episode that went out, uh, which is supposed to be on iTunes any day now. But they gave us a sneak peek at the very first episode they're going to publish. Mm-hmm. We listened to it, and I gotta tell you, I had no idea these women, these broads, <laughs> are armed to the tits, eh? Yeah, they are armed guns. to the tits. Mm-hmm. Guns, guns
2: are uh, heavy.
0: Guns are a big deal. So for our second bartender contest, we have uh, oh. we have been um, issued a chat uh not a we have been uh invited to go to tennessee by these young ladies uh, and uh we met them i said i'll tell you what we know about them right there's three women one we've never met right she is a lawyer i believe or something like that
3: downtown brown
0: downtown brown
3: downtown yeah (laughs) downtown
0: brown she's a lawyer uh,
2: that's not the greatest name for a girl downtown brown yeah so I like it.
0: I like it's her voice. It's opening
2: a lot of, a lot Wasn't of. Scenarios. Like sounds a little MTV uh, girl. that's called Downtown
3: Julie,
4: Julie Brown, Brown, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Downtown Brown sounds a bit like a butthole.
2: I would say, yeah. anal <laughs> penetration is the first thing that pops it comes in to mind. mind. <laughs> if I was
0: doing like that, that, that uh, psychiatrist game where they give you a word, you got to give them the word back, and they said Downtown <laughs> Brown, I'd say, say anal. Butt <laughs> anal. <laughs>
1: We're on the same path right. there.
0: I think that's kind of our problem, not hers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I would say that's our problem, not hers. Anyways, downtown Brown's there. She seems to be a very attractive and professional, successful lady, right? Uh, Not too into the guns, from what I hear. Not as comfortable with the guns as the other
2: two. As Blondie.
0: Right? uh, Blondie, which is the uh, poster girl of of Life from Barbie Mansion, uh, is a former Miss Tennessee... Uh, contestant, contestant <laughs> as I found out. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: did, she, uh,
4: did she finish? Did she finish? No. Like, uh, was there a placing for her
0: or whatever? Or uh, Twenty
3: third. I like anybody she, can enter a freaking contest. Did she finish? Right? Yeah, what there. are we talking about here?
0: I, I have not had the de- the details of her placing, but I would I would suggest she'd be a strong candidate. I think she she could she has the skills.
3: She was looking
5: for a profession, right?
0: <laughs> she would do well. She would do well. I I don't know how well she did because you know it's it's very it's, subjective. It's, it's neither here nor did there. She, uh, I don't. I think know? the fact that she competed is it's like saying it's she likes hockey. She competed. She like used to play mm-hmm. hockey. It's like how good was she? Did she? Did she? Was she? Uh, you she asked for world peace. Did like, she play yeah, for the Oilers? You know, like I, no, no one cares. What She's was her a, uh, skill testing question? She enjoyed the competition of being a beauty pageant uh, person judged on her. Um, merits for uh, scholarship funds and stuff, right? I'm not going to judge her, for her. her. You know, good for yeah, her. Hey. But what I found, but good I didn't know her, about sorry. her. She was the one that was most interested in uh, the, the favors of our very uh, apparently. You know, Michael. I don't know what the sexual attraction is to, mm. like. what well, the women are very attracted to Michael. Musk it's the Musk burrowband. that that oozes uh, off of him, and she's she made it, she made it clear that she finds him to be, be attractive. She likes. Uh, it seems like these girls like to uh, frequent uh, Tinder and, and, and these sorts of sites to try to find their possible mate in the future. And uh, what what I did find out with their pill poppers and their gun carrying, <laughs> she has a... Crazy, uh,
1: crazy. This
0: this girl, Blondie, she, like, she likes to drink, take Ambien, and uh, guns. carry a concealed weapon. That's what I found on this episode. So when it comes to a visit to Barbie Mansion, I used to think of it as being going down to Tennessee, the beautiful parts of the Smoky Mountains, maybe seeing these nice houses in the subdivision with uh, some real nice, successful girls in the prime of their life uh, who are going to, you know, and now I'm thinking about going down there and being in a war zone. It sounds like a war zone down there. A drugged
2: up war zone. A
0: drugged up. She's going to be walking around the middle of the night out of her head on Ambien, carrying around a weapon, (laughs) eating boiled eggs and shooting at me. This is a whole other trip. So what I have to ask about you guys. As if you were the bartender, and you were so like, uh, you were so inclined to join us on our vacation, or our on our road show to mm-hmm. Tennessee to do for these women. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't even talk about uh, what we would call Mother Hen, but she doesn't like it. Sarah G. I think is what she likes yeah, to go mm-hmm. by. Hen. but she's a she's another woman uh, that we met in in uh, in, in uh, Tennessee in Bristol. Bristol, and uh, I don't. know. Re- she's again like. What did she say? What was her big thing? Her her fa- her dad has got gave her mom a gas mask for oh yeah for right. for b- christmas, christmas or, christmas birthday, or something yeah. right he's got like a safe room and he's waiting for the apocalypse and oh, yeah. stuff
3: they where got you know, a p- they got a place to go if there's a if there's a yeah. nuclear attack there's yeah, a house under the house so it's what? nice to
0: know if you come down with us and there's a nuclear attack just
3: in case
0: cuz they're li- where it's right by some sort of big nuclear reaction right or a reactor or whatever they're gonna. We we have a place to go in a nice, safe room with a gas mask. Hopefully, she's got enough for the whole crew. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say we're gonna have to fight over the one. <laughs> yeah. The gas mask would protect you against a nuclear breakout, anyways, yeah. right? So we're good, right? Especially if you're
0: right beside it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. At least you still got a face. Yeah. <laughs> part part of a face around your mouth area. Yeah, where just it's the kind of covering nose <laughs> and mouth you still have.
0: Anyways, if you guys were to come down to Tennessee to do the show for these young women in the Barbie Mansion, what how what would you add to the team? Mm-hmm. What would you add Uh to the
2: team? I like this round of questioning, Peter, myself. (laughs) (laughs) Let's pass that mic around. Uh, Shit, I've been down to Bristol, Tennessee
4: a few times, and uh, I I enjoy the area. I know the area. Um, What I'd bring is, I don't know, probably a case of beer and buy a couple bottles of moonshine.
2: Good attitude. I don't Ooh. know.
4: Other than that, I don't know what uh, what else I'd uh, bring except for uh, yeah, a yeah, good time maybe.
2: All right. Well, thank you. we we'll appreciate that
4: answer. Thank you very
0: much, Bernie. Thank you very much.
4: That sounds reasonable.
0: Next question to the second contestant, uh, Beaver Van Hooten.
5: Well, I'd probably I'd have a nice potable for him. Oh, you oh. come with drinks? Oh yeah, I'd come with a good one. Right. Right, and then because you're trying to promote how much like how like. Live from the Dutch Hall is the star of the show and that they're trying, because clearly they're trying to live up to you, right?
0: <laughs> I hear what you're saying. <laughs> right? so, I don't know if that's you know, entirely we, true. we
5: No, but we would bring, uh, I would try and bring this atmosphere there, first of all. Right. right? And then, and clearly you're mm. like, your your gut instinct is, is the question, everything they got to say. So there'd be some clear, like offside comments.
0: I also, I have to ask you a question, B. Yeah. I know, I know you're engaged to be married. Yeah. And and I'm not. Uh, and if you want to p- pipe in, Barney, you're up dial me because I didn't. I didn't give you this exact question, but I'm a married man. I love my wife, right? I'm on a real streak with being faithful to her. It's been <laughs> since we met. So I'd like to continue I'm that. A real you know, I'd like to continue that. that. Oh, it's a long streak there. It's a long streak. Some people call me the Cal Ripkin of pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I have a long streak going here. So I'm a little concerned about these young women. Or it, I call them young women a little liberally. you know. They're women in the prime of their life. The prime of their life, right? Sexually charged women in the prime of their sexual existence. And I'm a married man. I love my wife more than anything, and I know that my life would become progressively worse, like significantly worse if I was to do anything. I can't do anything. Can't even, like, uh, th- there's nothing. I've ne- tried to negotiate this. <laughs> She's not willing to give on any of the points, right? Well, I am not going to be able to touch these women. So if they were to get aggressive with me, what could you do as my bartender to protect my marriage, is what I'm saying. How do you step in the way of that? Get
5: you fucking wasted. <laughs> no. Wasted so you pass out. Whoa. That's always a safe... That it's a sounds safe. very weird. No. <laughs> hey. And then we'll take care of the rest. Pete, Pete, as a I'm fucking... Listening. Hey, as a, as a bartender, <laughs> as a bartender, is that not... And he's I'm not, also going to I'm sniff not your, your panties. Hey. Hey, Pete, I'm not your fucking mother, right? So I can't fucking hold your hand through the process. Right, right I agree that. I so agree. if you get you belligerently drunk and then you fucking pass out in the corner in a fetal position, right, is that not a fucking safeguard? <laughs> unless you get raped. Unless, no, unless you get raped. Now, I can't do nothing about that. Okay,
0: I hear your point. I, I hear your point. I like it. I like it a lot. I like your thinking. What you got to do, though, there's a point of danger in the middle of your plan. <laughs> <Right>. uh, <that's laughs> At right. the very beginning of your plan, I'm having a good time. Let's say the girls, uh, one of these girls. Let's say they even brought, br- uh, you know, let's say one of them started to become aggressive. You know, no, trying wait, there's to. There's uh, all you're
5: talking about a show first, right? So yeah. there's a show first, a, a, a live from the Dutch Hall or li- yeah. Life of Barbie Mansion. Yep. And
0: right? then the, then the recording device goes off. And off. Now these drunk women are sitting there facing a the room, already got their sights set on Michael like crazy. They got right.
4: He's, he's, he's gotta, already done. And you know got, he can only take like two of them. He's so there's play like defense. that third that's got to go somewhere. Right. He's playing and de- they're looking at you, Pete.
0: They're looking at me. What that,
4: would we do to
6: stop that?
0: Yeah, you have and, to help And me.
6: that's where I come into the trip. That's, okay, yes. Craig's stepping oh, up. I like I'm it. I'm going to bring that five-gallon jug of KY and take care of downtown Kathy Brown. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, so there's a winner right, right there, sir. Okay. There it is. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> that's
2: what, what I'm
0: I'm giving the hundred points like this. I'm going seventy, Craig. <laughs> Twenty, Barney. Ten, Beef. Real hurt you in the points there, real. But your shot was ten.
5: You forget what was that? I got two and a half somewhere, didn't I?
0: Yeah, know, you got those on top. I'm just. This is what I'm adding to so Ten,
5: and like. I got two and a half at yeah. yeah
0: point, Mike, don't I'm worry. At Mike's Mike's calculating it at all. no problem, guys. All right, so Beaver or sorry, Craig, you're the last person to give us your drink. Do you mind? Step, uh, we're getting into are the hour in, mark of the show. Are we still
3: in feedback here?
0: Well, we have to do Haitian dwarf, yeah. Oh. Okay, we'll do finish it up. Haitian dwarf, hey Haitian dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, Craig really stumped rolling. you
5: guys. Craig got you
3: guys. That this was a good one. I'll give it to. This him. It's the longest feedback in the history. Who <laughs> gives it a shit? Thousands.
0: Yeah, the like no, whole thing is feedback. I like, I like it. it. I like it. When we get caught in feedback, it means we're having a nice conversation. It's flowing. So anyways, Haitian Dwarf, every week we have our good buddy, the Haitian Dwarf. He's been a, a long uh, uh, listener of the show, and he gets feedback every week. This week's no exception, so let's hear it from our good buddy, the Haitian Dwarf.
2: Fasty. Love
1: that little guy. <laughs> <laughs> I paid you this to your
2: Great job catching up on points there. Well done. <laughs> I love that word. Barry. All that took
4: was one, one, one line, too, eh? The guy just, <laughs> yeah. like, stepped right in with the KY, and there it is.
0: Yeah, you really nailed that. The, Craig, you nailed that round. You really owned it. I told you your personality I, would shine
2: through.
4: And I think it was kind of a loaded question because me and Beef can't really answer that properly yeah. at all. Right Why You know what Because you're like, like Beef's trying to get you drunk I'm just trying to pull you out A d- thing And he steps in with KY Like yeah, That's where, what with, I wanted Where are we supposed to fuck? go I wanted a
0: that? wingman That's gonna distract Distract her from my handsomeness Then take Craig Yeah Craig's the best looking guy yeah, <laughs> Out of the bunch I agree Cause he's got Van Dyke blood in him So Simple as Simple as that <laughs> exactly. So
4: Loaded The whole thing It's loaded. a lose lose. Let me do the
0: Haitian door Feedback for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Haitian Dwarf, he gives us feedback every week. This week's no exception. This week he gave us five stars. Again, five stars again. from the Haitian Dwarf every
3: week. HD.
2: Oh, what is he doing here?
3: <laughs>
0: That's boo to me. All right, there you go. All right, sorry, I fucked that all up. So the Haitian Dwarf gives us feedback. He gave us five stars this week, and this is his feedback. He said, this was after the, we- the Jar of Hate 2, he said number one, intolerance of other cultures. Number two, the Dutch. The Dutch. Number three, people who repeat themselves. And that's the Haitian Dwarfs feedback for this week. And there's no applause for that. There's no applause. I know he gave me five stars. I know he gave me a, a favorable review. But that some of bitch he said he hated me twice in one review. Twice. Twice. Yeah. Because he said he hates the Dutch. He said, uh, I'm assuming he means he wants to put these in the jar of hey, hate. He hates the intolerance of other cultures. Well, that's noble. That's noble. He hates the Dutch. That's a joke, I know. It's a punchline. But I'm the fucking punchline, right? You hate me for that, right? So you're just, I'm the punchline. And the third one, people repeat themselves. And I know I told the same story last week that I said on a previous episode. But And Haitian dwarfs has been with me since the beginning, so he picked up on that. And I did kind of call myself on it, too, before I said it. I thought I might
3: have told it on the air before. And I told it a second time. You did.
0: This is the first time in the history. Oh, I don't know how many episodes we've done.
3: That's one angle, but you know what else uh, he might have picked up on is that you called him on repeating himself with feedback a couple weeks ago because he had the intolerance of other cultures and the Dutch twice in feedback. And now this is the third time he's done it in feedback. Whoa. Which was on purpose. He's repeating, and, and he hates uh, people who oh. repeat ding-ding. themselves.
6: Oh, he so himself. he was actually more of a, a, joke a knock out. on
0: himself than me. Yeah. Well, it's I apologize, easy. Haitian dwarf. I was about to tell you I was going to beat you in all your little stubby parts. <laughs> I was really going to really unload <laughs> on you, <laughs> but Dave charge Charger saved you. I was really—I'm really sorry that about was a that. Close one. These HD. are the kind
2: of things that happen when Dave Charger shows up. I didn't Haitian know you were dwarf. so
0: self-deprecating, <laughs> Haitian dwarf. I Clarity. thought your confidence, due to your big genitals, and all the stuff that you've gone through with your prowless and dwarf tossing—that would make—would <laughs> make you like really confident. I didn't know. You. I thought you were attacking me. Well, my apologies, Haitian dwarf. Thank you for the feedback. We'll give you a round of applause.
6: Yeah. And that,
0: my friends, is how you do feedback. We got feedback. Beautiful. Now, <laughs> 45, minutes later. 45 minutes later, we are done. Now we have the final contestant in the uh, drink round. I don't
2: mind if I do. Craig
4: Franklin. I'm excited.
3: Best wingman ever, Craig Franklin. Oh,
0: craig Franklin, full of KY and spirit and, uh, and enthusiasm. Luke and he's ready to go. <laughs> I love him. He's my cousin, and I love him. And he's come with a drink for me. What is this one called, craig
6: This drink's called the sloth.
0: The sloth. All right, mm. the sloth. The third she one. It's
6: called the sloth because after you drink it, 15 minutes later, you look like the guy from Goonies. Ooh. Oh, sloth. <laughs>
0: hey, you guys. Mm. Great. I see Zambuca.
6: <laughs> uh, <laughs> absinthe. Absinthe. This is a nice blend of uh, <clears throat> some Jägermeister, a nice uh, <laughs> 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 Jägermeister, some moonshine, and absinthe. And I brought it to a nice simmer. A
2: simmer, <laughs> what'd you heat it up on yeah, a, a fucking...
6: I did the, the opposite of beef and I heated it
0: up. You know what, that com- that combined a lot of my favorite elements in life. It combined Jagermeister, like which yeah. I love, right? I, it combined uh, Absinthe, which I love. It combined, what's the other one? Moonshine. Uh, Moonshine, Moonshine, which I have a lot of fond experiences with. You kind of nailed me in the essence of me, and I think that uh, oh. that you deserve some credit for yeah. that, Craig, because you know me well and I love you, buddy. That's what it is. And also the third shot in, the love thing starts happening. If you wait till the, the fourth or fifth shot, yeah. like at the end of the show when I'm trying to upload it, you're gonna see Angry Pete come in after
3: a Love You Pete yeah. and then comes naked Pete. Yeah. Which uh-huh. is a real treat for everyone. That's and that, that's where Beeves plan that's, that's where that's <laughs> where Beeves plan starts to fall apart. Yeah. Naked Pete.
0: Yeah, if you get me too much drinks, then I'm be naked pee. I might be passed out on the corner, but I'd be just so
2: naked. Yeah. <laughs> or, or is B's plan, just coming into tact. Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. yes, yeah, is my plan. Get him uh-huh. naked
0: and take him like we can at Bernie's and penetrate women. <laughs> <laughs> they just got like a string on my dick, and they come like they hold it up when I'm going next to the girl. I'm just passed out They're dragging me around the party At Barbie Mansion Just like Weekend at Bernie's And my dick's on a little string They pull up (laughs) Hello girls I got a big like 42 year old Heavy dick That's just on a fucking Fishing line It's
2: like an anchor
0: (laughs) Still only half as long As your balls Yeah
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's heavy
0: And and just by him Stretching it out When the string Is as hard as it's ever Going to get that's all you get is a big a big fat dick. It's not like hard anymore. It's just fat. It's just flexible. Just push it in with your thumb and do your best. Puppetry the penis. <laughs> Puppetry of the penis. Well, I got to tell you, this is the big round. I'm going to have to do the judging on all the shots because I've had all three of them now. I'm going to go. Oh, this is a tough one. They're all good. They're all good, but I'm going to go. all good. I'm going to go. You didn't
3: sip mine too, did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. I'm sipping.
0: Uh It's hard. But I'm gonna go. Oh, it's so hard. What do you think?
3: I'm gonna give you uh, my opinion. The ice and the drink put uh, beeves over the top for me. That's definitely my number one. I like a nice chilled cocktail.
2: Yeah, buddy.
0: What about you, Mike? What do you think? Cheating. What was the best?
2: Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna agree with my bandmate. Honestly, beeves Why wouldn't you? Was probably the tastiest. I'm going to go Craig number two, Barney number three. Sorry, Barney. Fucking <laughs> guy. Because you're a great And I'm
0: going I'm going Craig number one, yeah. uh, Beave number two, Barney number oh. three. So you I think out of slammed,
4: the- eh? You got slammed, got slammed.
0: I'm going to have to go- Fuck uh, you. <laughs>
4: Does that give me five fucking points, Pete? <laughs> Fuck you.
0: One trick pony.
4: It's
2: that goddamn chair. I'm still going
0: 40, 40, 30, 30, right? Does that make sense? Yep. 40-30-30. So you tied Craig. be've got the edge with uh, 10 points. Oh, and uh, hey. we, this is a real tight contest. So now what that's we have to do before that. we end the show is I always like to do a little segment we call Sports Break oh. because we like to give my my cousin Mike a chance to really shine. And this is what we call the Sports Break. Hit it, boys.
2: We're talking about cocks and balls. He shoots and scores and ball. We're talking about cocks and balls. You doing the commercial? This uh, <laughs> segment is sponsored by Brabant Musk. Brabant <laughs> Musk, it's thick enough to stop a nine iron, but it's not oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I love having
0: a sponsor for this segment of sport. Of, uh, so, normally, this is the time of the week where we talk about everything that went on in the week of sports. Do you have anything you want to bring up? Michael, well,
2: from what I hear from the crowd, there's a few uh, n- tidbits that they want to jump in, but the only thing I got is a real tragic situation, and I don't understand it. It's either IndyCar or F1. I'm not sure. IndyCar, IndyCar. IndyCar. IndyCar, IndyCar. Guy got killed. I, for, I I don't know his name. Wilson. It's ter- terrible. Wilson. Guy gets killed by a nose cone of another car. Why aren't these guys, Why don't these guys have enclosed cockpits so they it don't is, get fucking hit in some the some head sort of with a nose
3: cone? Or something.
0: Yeah. Well, I know about this uh, a lot because I talked to my father, Willie Van Dyke, who's a huge oh, really? ra- huge race fan, huge race yeah. fan. If you do, if you do, if you want to know anything about racing, you talk to Willie Van Dyke. He knows everything there is to know about racing. And uh he uh, watched the race. He was watching the race when it happened live. He, and he said that the 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 chances of that happening. Yeah, he was watching it live. Well, not in not in Pocono, but he was watching it on TV yeah. as a, a broadcast. Yeah. So, and and he, and uh he said that they do have like um, like kind of a a, a protector around An their head, cage. Like so, if they roll over, they're not rolling on their helmet, right? But this thing happened to just fly across. This guy's not involved in the wreck at all, just rounding uh, t- the turn, and uh, this nose cone came up and float and hit a, and hit him exactly in the like, ho- like a it's one like in one a million. In, it's one in a million. Heavy. Like being struck yeah. by lightning, you know. Like it's just yeah. one of those things that just Freak flew accident. through, and it had to like hit direct onto him, and it just did. And the and the man succumbed to his uh, head injuries. It's a terrible story, tragic story. Yeah. But I've looked at so many people die in IndyCar more than other series. So that's even that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. And I just and I do think why don't they just say and close it Enclose it like you don't in NASCAR. We do you do have deaths and it's terrible. But it's not at the level that you see it in any yeah, car. I just don't think those cars are safe.
2: If Debris is flying mm. in the air. yeah. If Debris
0: ha- can kill you, you know, that's a bad... You shouldn't have Debris. No.
2: Well, Debris it's, is dangerous. In yeah. sports, on a funny note...
5: Well,
2: <laughs> you, thanks for lightening it up. <laughs> yeah. You, Sam Bolt, what? got taken out by a cameraman. What do you mean? What? What do you mean? Beaver.
5: There's a guy on a bicycle...
1: Was he, was he was on a
5: se- yeah. He was on a Segway. He had a little camera, and he was trying to film him crossing the finish line. And Buddy takes out a guardrail and flies right into the fastest man in the world with a camera. As he's sprinting
2: <laughs> a real race, no.
5: right? No, is he's, he's
2: celebrating.
5: Oh, team. he's a- celebrating after the. This is after the this race. After the race. <laughs> he won, and if he's
2: in the race. I would be losing my. So mind. he's con-
5: he's turned <laughs> sideways. He's concentrating on getting the shot, and then and now showing,
0: showing his uh, fire hose cock.
5: Yeah, maybe, I guess. He's, chances are. Chances are. are you it's saying out bullet? It's the wind. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, I bet you he's got a huge hawk.
5: Probably he does. Yeah. Whether he does or not, he'd probably not have to worry about it.
0: It's <laughs> like a windsock. Yeah. Okay.
2: So maybe he has classic he helmet, Dick. Trained. That's yeah. why he's Wait, so fast. He's he the only
6: yeah, gladiator. Yeah he, tra- yeah,
0: he puts a weight on the tip of it and just, like, that's how he trains. <laughs> it's like putting, like, the two things on the end of your bat for batting practice, and then you he's knock them off.
2: Skin out and runs into the wind <laughs> it's like That's a, training Yeah It's like a parachute pair it's, like, yeah. it's like wearing a garbage bag eh? Yeah.
5: So anyways There's a lot of sponsors Right They're probably just like Freaking out right They got a lot of money On this guy And all of a sudden You know He gets taken out By an innocent cameraman But he just gets up Like no other And walks it off And instead of a normal athlete Freaking out And booting the guy Like some other athletes Have done in the past He just gets up And walks it off And oh yeah You know Shit happens Kind of thing so
0: well,
2: I heard well, he I heard. just smokes a ganja too, no big deal. Yeah, why well, shouldn't
0: he? Nice. If it makes you run, it makes you concentrate more. I smoke the ganja and run. That's why why Jamaicans are always good at sprinting. <laughs> so yeah. They can just get in the zone. They get all like focused in on with the smoking their weed, and they just run like the wind. <laughs> they do. Yeah, and the and uh, so for some reason the the nice like must it must expand the lungs. They must like treat them and give them like more more uh, vigorousness. That's
4: why so I know a lot of white guys that smoke weed that can't run at all. <laughs> so I, I don't think that's the connection you're no, looking for. No, it's people. not. of no, a bitch.
0: Man. Are you blaming it on slavery like everyone else?
4: <laughs> no, I, I'm not blaming it on slavery at all. But I don't think weeds your connection. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not at all, man. All right.
0: So I kind of blame it on slavery a little bit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they did take the best of the best, you know. I'm just saying. If we had that kind of breeding, we could have done a lot of things. The white people could have done a lot more. <laughs> you know, if the black people would have enslaved the white people and then bred the best of us with the best of the us, like, I think we'd be a bunch of, like, freaking Viking heroes yeah. right yeah. now, you know? You're
4: real thick, robust guys. Yeah, yeah. we definitely drink a lot more beer, probably.
0: Yeah, we just got to it before they did. They would eventually enslave us. Like, we might have our turn yet in his- history. Yeah, it's like, yeah. back around. The Jews have been enslaved, but that was the times of the Egyptians, you know? And then the and then, then the blacks were. were enslaved, you know, and that's and and you know, that's in recent hi- history, you know, like only in the last couple hundred years.
2: <laughs> yeah, well they, they just merged them. They it, more or less went into an incinerator.
0: Yeah, that was bad. That was yeah. bad. I think universally that was bad.
2: Hey Pete, I got one nine, more sports nine, figure nine, on nine,
5: nine, nine, or sports nine. news.
0: What? Okay. Okay, one oh, more what? Uh oh. Yeah, one, one more I'm trying
5: to contribute here.
0: No, no, you are. Yeah, I wanna hear it. I wanna okay. hear it. Yeah.
5: I got we got Mike Richards of the LA Kings or formerly. Right. The L.A. Kings. What did he, What'd he re- do? He had uh, he had to choose between 20 million bucks on his contract or a bottle of pills. He chose the pills.
0: What do you mean? What do you mean? How do you? Ex-
5: well, he can't L.A. canned his contract, and he got because he got burnt with concealed prescription. Not well. Like pers- pain pills or something. Yeah. Well, they first at first they thought it was oxys, and then now they still don't know. It's kind of like pain, illegal pain pills.
0: Right. Right. And he was, like, doing it for recreation, you think? Or is it uh, not been well, disclosed? Pers-
5: yeah, it's personal use, they say. But, oh, really? Uh, but, yeah, he had a massive contract, and they just terminated it. Well, it there's a whole bunch of that. No what, what is
0: that drug on the news now that everyone's talking about being, like, Bent- a killer? What? Benthol? Fent- 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 fentanyl. Yeah. Fentanyl. Yeah, fentanyl. I just seen the news. Yeah, 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 fentanyl. And they're, they're really uh, boosting up that fentanyl. And I actually heard an interview, and this was one of these things. It was on the news. It was obvious that the guy conducting the news thing was interviewing one of his buddies. It looked like it was ridiculous. Like it was like this guy works for the news, one of his buddies does fentanyl and holds down a job and fucking loves fentanyl. He does he snorts this shit and he great. gets Can off an on it. and and then his buddy's like I work for the news all oh, fentanyl's all in the news and he goes Fucking is great. I love fentanyl. I he, he goes. He goes, will you come on the news? And he's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Just hide my face because I got a job. I don't want to lose it. He's like, I'll go on the news and I'll talk about how I love fentanyl. I fucking love fentanyl. It's great. You yeah, snort absolutely. it. It doesn't hurt you. This guy is sitting there. They blur out his face. He's on the news. He is like emaciated. He is like not doing well. You can tell <laughs> by his physique that this drug that he's chosen that's really helping his life apparently has made him like a fucking... He looks like he's going to die. Like he's all skinny and... Fucking gross in his like little business attire. He's still dressed like one of those business douchebags, but he's like uh, skinny as fuck. And he's like, "Yeah, I hold down a job. I'm fine." With well, the reason that I do it is I snort it, so I get immediate effect from it, so I know when to stop. You know, that's oh, the reason why I don't die of an overdose. You just funny. have to snort it. And this is on the news, and they're like, "I'm like, who is this helping again? This guy telling you that fentanyl is great, and you just have to snort it, and you don't get in any trouble, you won't die at all. This is all blown out of proportion by the media." And it's this guy's fucking buddy. You can tell because they're so comfortable together. Yeah. This guy's not going to be comfortable around a drug addict if he's like a news guy that's all clean. Like he's right, putting right. himself that's up right. to be that kind of person that's all clean and like squeaky. And then he's sitting down with this buddy who's fucking just wired on this pain pill. And he's like comfortable as hell, just kind of laughing at what the guy's saying. Like he's obviously, this is just the guy's buddy, you know, that he probably parties with on that night, has a little fentanyl party. It was a I don't know. He went to. I went to the a bar, a bar just a little while ago, and there was these kids at the bar singing karaoke. And every time I've gone to this bar this year, and they're singing karaoke, there are kids there, and I call them kids, but they're like 19, 20, 21-year-old people who are acting like it's their first time ever at a bar, and they are being fucking horrible, yeah. like horrible people. And you say to them, and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with them? I talked to Kid Rock, the bar, the bouncer there. He looks just like Kid Rock. And I'm like, uh, like, Kid Rock, what the fuck is with these people, you know? And one guy's singing like Gord Downey from Tragically Hip. Like, he's ad-libbing, and he's doing like, Killer um, tank <laughs> shit. yeah, he's doing like, yeah, he's going off script of the of the karaoke, and he's starting to do like slam poetry in front of us all, and oh, then no. he's getting in people's faces, and he's like charging at them when they're singing karaoke and stuff like that. He eventually got thrown out. And I'm like, what is with those kids? And he's like, oh, it's pain pills. It's all the They're all on these oxys and stuff like really? that and they just that's how they act they're just fucked they don't get it right and and it's uh, it is unnerving like i'm just saying i'm i know i'm an old man but like isn't drugs supposed to make your life better like isn't it supposed <laughs> to be more fun like you take drugs that have more fun hey, right? don't
2: go the opposite it's supposed to be better yeah. not worse yeah like
0: it's just making you more of an asshole like maybe you should stop doing that I think the same way about cocaine too like I- I've never seen yeah. a guy in cocaine thinking like hey that really improved that guy no,
4: it always makes it worse
0: it really made that guy better it yeah, just made him more weird brings
4: up brings my personality <laughs> yeah it really yeah, makes it you chew open on your job, it doesn't really man. help
0: yeah I've heard people that like smoke weed and they're like yeah I'm not as much of an asshole because I smoke weed Like that to me makes sense you know like I've seen people that drink, and they're like, "I'm am a little bit better when I drink because I'm not as much of a dick or whatever." I've seen that work too, even though I don't necessarily, to a point, yeah. yeah, to a point, yeah. You know, that one can, tend yeah, to, that to, can go, to go the other way. To yeah, go I the can other like way, I really the like way oil, on you, in a harpy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not endorsing getting fucking wasted to solve your problems. <clears throat> it doesn't really, doesn't might really help. Seem like it, but yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying I've never I've never seen like a person on pain pills or cocaine that are, are like, Succeed. yeah, it's fucking great, man. My life's all better. Everyone likes me better when I'm all fucking. Wired on hillbilly cocaine yeah, <laughs> or hillbilly exactly. heroin or whatever it is, <laughs> hey? it's fucking shit. You guys have to put up with a lot more than I, because you're younger than I am, right? You must see it with a much more with those gu- with people oh, yeah. your age, like surrounding you. Like it's new to me. Like I go out very rarely, and I when I go out there, I'm int- I, I get exposed to the new shit that kids are doing, and I'm just like that doesn't make any sense to me because I'm old, right? But maybe you guys got a different perspective of it because you've been through it.
5: No, I totally agree. You definitely you stick out like. Not doing it, you stick it like a sore thumb. First of all, I can't stay up till 4 a.m. every day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially 4 a.m. 4 a.m. three yeah. days later is the... Yeah. Is, is yeah. the three ugly days
2: day. later, no yeah. food. I don't work shifts. I started work. this on Monday. It's fucking Thursday now. <laughs> I, slept
0: no, at, fuck. I, I slept at Nikki's Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ended up... <laughs> <laughs> rough I ended up starting a business plan with a, one of the strippers. Rough justice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real dangerous drug. Holy crap! I was—we were starting a pita pit with one of the whores over there. I had no idea. All I did was a bunch of cocaine, and
1: and she was the
2: main
0: investor. (laughs) Yeah, before you plan. By the end of the night, I was starting a pita pit. Like three more dances. Right next door to the strip club. Right next door to the strip club. I was going
2: to be the manager.
0: It all made sense to me, and then I woke up and realized that I'm a horrible, horrible addict.
2: I realized I slept (laughs) in an indoor soccer facility right next to it.
0: It's only funny because it's mostly true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's uh, what So did I get through the sport? No, I have one thing for the sports break that I brought to the table that you guys didn't bring. And I, I gotta admit, I am not a huge sports fan. And by in, in in today's day and age, I don't spend a lot of time watching sports because I've dedicated my thinking to more ridiculous causes. And but I do like legendary sports stories. So what I thought about bringing to the show today was one more legendary sports story to test our bartenders one last time. Oh, excellent. And and, and Beaver, don't worry, you won't miss nothing when you're taking a piss. So, uh, <laughs> or you're scared. <laughs> we will talk about him. You want to talk about Beaver? He's gone.
2: Small cock. Yeah, you
0: want to... I, I can't believe that cock did, <laughs> that cock's anything to speak of. He's probably just waggling that thing out. Poor Julie. Even, they
2: call him a beaver for no reason. <laughs> I bet that big it's old bush. It's because his cock looks like a bit of a beaver. It's an egg in the nest. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's what I heard. So he a little bit of gladiator dick. Yeah.
0: Anyhow, anyhow, what I was going to say is, what I'd like to talk about is a great Derek Jeter. Oh. The great Derek Jeter. Playboy. Uh, and I got to tell you, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but what I, what I like to look is at people in modern day age. That live up to legendary status, and who could qualify as a person that's going to live in the around, you know, in the in the realm of baseball history along the greats like Ruth and DiMaggio, Gehrig. Lou Gehrig, uh, one of the great Yankees, Derek Jeter. His face is going to be amongst them along the no Hall question, of Fame sure. with any of them. He's uh, one of the greatest respected athletes by both his own organization and opposing organizations. Yeah. He finished his career getting a standing ovation by the team that hates him the most, the Boston Red Sox, when he did a, did a when he ended his career with a, with a game-ending single, like a walk-off single yeah, to, win win not, to, win to win the game. To win the game, he did a walk-off single to end his career. Like that's the kind of guy he is. Every moment he does is a big moment. And I watched today a, a program about Derek Jeter when he got his three thousandth hit. It was on HBO, right? And uh, it showed the guy in on his game where he was his, it was his last possible game to get 3,000 hits in Yankee Stadium before the all-star break. So he thought it was his last chance to get 3,000 hits at home. He goes up in all this pressure that's on him for all these people that showed up to watch him with his last opportunity to hit 3,000 at home. and he gets he doesn't only just hit 3,000. He goes five for five in the game. his 3,000 hit is a home run and uh-huh. his and he actually wins like wins the game for the team i think the guy does it in an in extraordinary fashion right
2: and who's the opposing pitcher price david price who is pitching for the blue jays right now he's yeah. an ace he's
0: the best pitcher in the league pretty exactly. much and he he hit 5 for 5 against the best pitcher in the league in the highest pressure situation to hit 3000 points like what a great great uh athlete no matter what you want to say about him like, yeah. as far as a pressure, a clutch athlete, you're not going to get any better than Derek Jeter, right? And I hate the Yankees. I've always hated the Yankees. Me but too. Derek Jeter, you have to appreciate the guy. Who fucking plays the game at the highest level, and he's a great player. Now, the only criticism that you get from Derek Jeter, like, Jer- Derek Jeter is considered to be, by everyone, a just a terrific guy. A real nice guy. Real down to earth. He likes to keep a close tie to his friends and family. He likes to have lunches on a daily basis. His cook makes that makes meals for his family He eats lunch daily Well he eats lunch daily by his <laughs> chef's and he brings <laughs> over people for lunch you know he's like one of these three meal a day guys He's is a real fucking like nuthead healthy guy yeah, healthy right. so anyway, nice thick loin but th- what i'm saying is this guy has a like he's like a like a super solid he's a private guy he's like shy he doesn't like to go out in public cuz the paparazzi's all over him Small but he boy. likes to just like have a simple life with people what? that he loves and just be like a normal guy right that's his reputation but the one chink in his armor if I can say chink on this show.
2: <laughs>
0: the if one I could t- use the word chink. <laughs> <laughs> this is if, the I, if I can use the word chink, I'm going to say there's one chink in Derek Jeter's armor, and that is that the public has been made aware of what might be an urban legend, and I don't like to call it urban legend. I like to call it an urban and rural legend <laughs> because even in the rural community that we live in, we still know this legend of Derek we Jeter. We saw it. And what Derek Jeter, so this urban and rural legend, oh. is that Derek Jeter gives his women that he has one-night stands with a gift basket of memorabilia that's waiting in the car that takes them home after a night of shame with Derek Jeter.
2: <laughs> so he inserts his cock and balls. No, no, just a cock, just a cock. Okay, not the balls, maybe no. in the mouth. But no, no, he doesn't. He's a gentleman. <laughs> okay. He's a gentleman. It hey, wasn't their story then he about he gives him a gift basket of what? Yankee paraphernalia and autographs. Like a banner they put up in their room?
0: Well, before I give away the answer to that question, I'd like to pose our last competition to our three ba- bartender comp- Whoa, what's uh, competitors. Oh, what's in the basket? What's in the basket? So I have two. You can go either one of two ways on this last competition. It's going to go to all three of you. And I'm going to start opposite this way. I'm going to start with Craig, and I'm going to move back to, uh, to Barney. Just basket? to be fair. That's and I'm going to say fair. you have two things you can do. You can either say what's in Derek Jeter's basket if you were Jer- Derek Jeter. Or you can say what would be in your basket if you were giving a girl uh, a basket after a night alone with one of you, you like uh, eligible bachelors, or you're not eligible, most you of items? you. Do.
2: But please explain yeah, anything that you would put
0: in your basket or Derek Jeter's basket. He's going
2: to say something about KY. I know he is.
0: And the reason why you put it in their basket. It's a parting gift. M- mind you, it's a parting gift for a one night stand. You don't plan on seeing this woman again, and she's leaving you after a delightful night. You've invited her to your home, you've had a, a sparkling conversation, and you've uh, you've ended in a, a night of romance and a physical romance where you've okay. heaved a, a huge amount of goo into her vagina. Okay. So now you're letting her go off into the ether because you realize that she's just really hot and you don't want to have a relationship with her. You know, Fair <laughs> you just wanted to dump your semen into her one time, and then say goodbye.
2: And then head for the hills, and roll.
0: So it's either what would you put in your basket in that situation or what would you put in Derek Jeter's basket in that situation. So do you want time?
6: No, I I think I got
2: it. All right, all Craig's first up. Craig Craig feels confident. I like it.
6: I would only have two items in my basket, and I would do my basket because I don't know Derek Jeter, and he does seem like a stand-up guy. Uh, I'd have two items. First is a breath mint because everybody loves a nice fresh breath. And the other one is some visine because the nasty shit I'm doing, she's getting pink eye. Ah!
1: Woo!
2: I like it. Oh. I like what you want. <laughs> How do you follow that up? Nice little basket. Nice little basket. <laughs> no, that is respectable. <laughs> yeah, it is. So
5: it's not even a basket. It's more like, here you go.
0: She's going to a small little basket. You're going to a small basket, big basket, whatever you want to put you in know, you to put a You know what, Craig is? Beach ball he's in
2: thoughtful. In there? He's thoughtful about his partner.
0: He thinks about her. She's going to have eye problems. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm going to think
5: I'm going to think like Derek Jeter would think, and I'm guessing he'd have a he he since you're talking about how stand up of a guy he is, he'd have a nice, you know, a nice set of flowers in there, right? Just to start things off. You know, thank you, you know, yeah. throw them on your table for the week kind of thing. You know, he'd have he'd have his his his, his baseball card with a nice autograph on it, right? And uh and uh Nice bottle of wine. Oh, yeah. All women Whoa. like it, right? Standard issue. Right, right, right. He's, thinking, he's thinking, you know, thank you, right? Right, right. right. Thank you. Now, I'll, to add to this, I've also heard that he's accidentally given the basket twice.
0: That's how, that, apparently, according to the urban <laughs> and rural legend, yeah, that's how he was found out. Right. He was found out because he gave the same basket to the to a woman who he's had two one-night stands with. Yeah. Which Derek Jeter has gone on record saying is ridiculous. Like, he's like, I have so many women going through my apartment that I forget who I had sex with, and I gave the same basket.
5: That's pretty good. That's stand up dude well, right you there. Have So right. many baskets. Here. I do
0: think this is a bit of a story, but I think it's awesome. Like, I just think it's awesome because the more you watch Derek Jeter, the more you realize he is a real fucking sweet guy. Like, he's just, it he seems like a real nice guy. No, but it, what he's, he
5: also probably does, and he, and but his no girlfriends one knows. are
0: fucking ridiculously hot, too. Right. Since he's like, done this, though,
5: since he's repeated, even though he wouldn't admit it, I bet you there's a phone number somewhere in the bottom of that basket. Even though, oh, I disagree. Even though, I'm just, what I'm saying is, is like I'm not saying for sure. What I'm saying is, is, this this random one night, I don't ever want to see you again. Clearly got a hold of him again.
0: Okay, I hear you, buddy. I hear you. I, I, I I'm gonna tell you. I know the real the real answer. We're gonna go to Barney for his. Where, which way are you going? You going I, your I basket? I would say if
4: I was Derek Jeter, yes. there would Aren't be a you? check <laughs> and a place to sign your fucking name.
1: <laughs>
4: that wrote me off of everything that just happened last and night. And a disclaimer. That's it. That's it. That's Smart choice, Barney. That's, that's it. That's a veteran move that's right it. there. A check and a place to sign your fucking name when you picked up that check. <laughs> that's, never that's, that's, a, that's it. That's nev- Derek this Jeter's never basket.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: it's me. Genius. It's you know, genius.
2: That is a veteran move right there. Real veteran.
0: Well, the, real, the reality, according to the urban rural legend, is that oh, Derek Jeter put in um, a, a, a baseball uh, signed baseball and uh, some paraphernalia from the Yankees, and that was all as far as they went. Just a bunch of baseball memorabilia. Assuming that this, something you, s-
5: some b- you buy at the stadium,
0: yeah, something something that this young tart model who's never watched a baseball game in her life is going to be like really thrilled with because your <laughs> image of yourself is uh, very <laughs> like focused on. Everyone likes baseball. Everyone likes me because of baseball. It's not because of the fact that. You're super fucking rich. The other thing in the the other thing in the in the in that I noticed in the HBO documentary is that in Derek Jeter, they interviewed him in his apartment, and he's sitting in his apartment with a with a beautiful city, this view of the city. It's a beautiful view of the city, and and behind him, over him, over the view of the city, is a telescope. <laughs> A telescope, <laughs> and they showed it the whole fucking time. This telescope behind Je- uh, j- behind Jeter's shoulder, and I'm like, Jeter, are you fucking looking at the cl- at the fucking stars? No, or the New- neighbors in New York City. Or you- yeah, the,
4: the telescope wasn't pointing up towards the stars. It was uh, at the other. Yes, which means
0: yeah. which leads me to believe, along the same lines as every person that publicly comes across is a really good person. The Derek Jeter probably is a little bit of a jerk off peeping tom freak that's looking in people's windows, pulling his wire, and wait and then he sees hot chicks on TV and says, Can I can I fuck them? Can you invite them over so I can fuck them? And then he gives them some fucking
5: He definitely has a uh, setup, man. You can see
2: them from my telescope. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: get that girl there that's in the window on this apartment building that keeps changing in front of her window every morning. Take I would her to like my her. lair. Take her to my lair and we will we will fornicate. <laughs> I, I will give her a basket I don't of know gratitude. If you know who I
2: am, but I am a shortstop from New York Yankees. Take her to my lair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, charters, would you? What would you put in your basket? I'll tell you what I put in my basket. I would put uh, some soap because these girls, after they've been with me, are going to want to wash themselves, mm. probably numerous times while they cry. And I will give them a box of Kleenex for their tears in case they have any regrets for what they've done to me. It's just been horrible. <laughs> and the last thing I will give them. Is a bottle of alcohol so they can drown their sorrows and probably forget <laughs> about what they've done. Or at least maintain the drunkenness that they had when they finally when they fornicated with me, so they can remember the state of mind they were in when they agreed to do something so horrible as what I've done to them. And that's the gift basket I would give my my women. <laughs> is that good?
2: If I was
1: dead, isn't it? If I,
0: was uh, Derek Jeter. Jeter. if I was Derek Jeter, I'd want them to forget the horrible things I've done to their backside. <laughs> well, this has been another episode of Live in the Dutch Hall. I'm going to announce the winner right now. The winner of the show is everybody. You're all great. Actually, I was going to tell
4: you, I don't even think you should pick a fucking winner, Pete.
0: You guys are all fantastic. I'd like to thank my, my good friends and great bartenders you have always been highly thought of on the show. Jamie Barham. Derek Van Houten and Craig Franklin, you're a great guest here today. Good sports and everything. We had a good time. I'd like to thank Nocturnal Emissions for always being the greatest house band in the history of podcasts, and I'd like to thank all the listeners at home for listening to me. If you'd like to, reach out to one of your friends. Tell them about the show if you liked it, or if, even if you don't like it, tell them, I don't like that fucking show. You should listen to this guy. He's an idiot. You know? That would be good, too. Just do whatever you want. Listen to the show. Tell people about it. Like me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. Honestly, like like my episodes. More people will see them if you share them and you and you like them and do that sort of stuff. It helps me out quite a bit. Also, reach out to me at live from the Dutch on gmail.com if you haven't done it yet. I'd like to reach out to more and more of my listeners find out what kind of crazy people <laughs> like this shit. And uh, otherwise, we will uh, see you next Thursday. See you, Hit it, boys. Hey, <laughs> one, two. Nailed it, not drill emissions. Nailed it. Good job.